How many of you have ever played or maybe just heard of a game called Never Have I Ever? Hands? I'm trying to read in your expressions what versions of this game you may have played. The basic premise is simple. Every person holds up a hand while one person at a time takes a turn sharing a statement about something they have never done, introducing it by saying, never have I ever. If anyone in your group has done the action, they have to lower their raised hand. So the game, at its most innocent, may include things like never have I ever stolen anything. Never have I ever ridden a motorcycle without a helmet. Never have I ever gambled more than I planned on. Never have I ever received a ticket for speeding. Never have I ever lied to my spouse, my partner, my child, my parents. Never have I ever played hooky from school or work or church. The point is, I think, to find out some things about your friends or acquaintances or fellow congregants, perhaps, that you didn't know about them and that they may not have shared unless they were suddenly led into the revelation by this sometimes devilish game. As you may guess, the statements can move into more dangerous areas, depending on the relationships of those playing with some surprising outcomes, I imagine. Really? You did that? But relax, we're not actually going to play this game today. Actually, what I want to share is that this game, actually that phrase associated with the game has come to me recently not as a game at all, but as a way of understanding my unique place and unearned privilege in this society and to further inspire our work toward a just and inclusive society that truly respects the worth and dignity of every person. And the revelations in this case are not about what I have done or felt or experienced, but rather what I haven't because of my identity, because I am a white, heterosexual, cisgender male in this society, never have I ever hesitated to move anywhere because the laws and policies of a given state would make me unsafe. Never have I ever been turned down for a job or lost a job because of my identity. Never Have I ever been turned down in obtaining a place to live because of my identity? Never have I ever been told that asserting my basic human rights was asking for special treatment. Never have I ever had my basic human rights dismissed as identity politics. Never have I ever been viewed as a danger to children because of my identity those statistics on white, heterosexual, cisgender males causing harm may give one pause. 
Never have I ever feared harassment, discrimination, abuse, or assault because of my identity. Never have I ever feared that the police would assault or abuse me based on my identity. Never have I ever been told that my very right to be who I am is up for discussion with legitimate pro and con arguments and that it would be unreasonable for me not to accept that. Never have I ever been told that my deepest understanding of myself should depend upon the willingness of the public and the courage or lack thereof of legislators to acknowledge my humanity. Never have I ever feared for my very life because of declaring and displaying who I am. Never have I ever. You get the picture. I can keep my hand raised through all of those statements, yet how many of us here can? How many of our loved ones can? How many of the people in this congregation, in our families, in our community, in our society can? How many hands go down during that recitation? How many hands are lowered too often with deadly consequences? Today on this annual Transgender Day of Remembrance, we share the names of those trans people whose lives were taken this past year in acts of violence. We mourn their deaths and celebrate them as precious individuals as we work to make a world where such atrocities do not happen anymore. We remember also those trans and non-binary people who took their own lives, as well as those who are living and who continue to struggle against forces of hatred, dehumanization, and fear. We raise up the lives of those trans and non-binary people among us and beyond this community and pledge ourselves to work for justice, equity, and compassion and the celebration of the worth and dignity of each and every person. These are the names of those trans individuals killed in this last year. I ask you to hold them in your minds and hearts as they are read, and I apologize in advance for any names I may mispronounce. Tiffany Banks, a black trans woman killed in Miami, Florida on October 1st, 25 years old. Samaj Billingsley, a black trans man, was killed in Jacksonville, Florida, September 21st. He was 33 years old. Maya Regina Allen, a black trans woman, was killed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on August 29th, 35 years old. Dee Ricks, a black trans woman, was killed in Detroit, Michigan, on August 27th, 33 years old. A.C. Morrison, a two-spirit Lakota, 
was killed in Rapid City, South Dakota, August 21st, 30 years old. Aaron Lynch, a trans man, was killed in McLean, Virginia, on July 7th, 26 years old. Kenji Reed, a black trans woman, was killed in Kansas City, Missouri, on July 24th, 29 years old. Maricela Castro, transgender Latina, was killed in Houston, Texas, on July 29th, 39 years old. Hayden Davis, a black trans woman, was killed in Detroit, Michigan, on July 25th, 28 years old. Cherry Bush, trans woman, was killed in Los Angeles, California, on July 5th, 48 years old. Keisha Chanel Gator, a black trans woman, was killed in Augusta, Georgia, on July 20th, 26 years old. Martasia Richmond, a black trans woman, killed in Chicago, Illinois, July 11th, 30 years old. Kitty Monroe, a black trans woman, was killed in Cordova, Tennessee, on June 29th. Charmaine Giselle Marie, a black trans woman, was killed in Gulfport, Michigan, June 21st, 27 years old. Brazil Johnson, a black trans woman, was killed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, on June 15th, 28 years old. Shanalika Yala Dior Hemingway, a black trans woman, was killed in Albany, New York, May 31st, 30 years old. Maddie Hoffman, trans woman who was born in Korea but raised in the U.S. by their adoptive family, killed on May 19th in Malvern, Pennsylvania, 47 years old. Sasha Mason, transgender Latina, was killed in Zebulon, North Carolina, May 13th, 45 years old. Nedra Sequence Morris, a black trans woman, was killed in Opalaca, Florida, on May 14th, 50 years old. Ray Muscat, a white trans man, was killed in Township, Michigan on May 8th, 24 years old. Fern Feather, a trans woman, was killed in Morristown, Vermont on April 12th, 29 years old. Ariana Mitchell, a black trans girl, was killed in Hampton, Virginia on April 2nd, 17 years old. Mia Love Parker, a black trans woman was killed in Chester, Pennsylvania, April 1st, 25 years old. Kenyatta Keisha Webster, a black transgender woman, was found killed in Jackson, Michigan, on March 26th, 24 years old. Catherine Katie Newhouse, an Asian-American trans woman, was killed in Georgia on March 19th, 19 years old. Tashiana LaBelle, a black transgender woman, Chicago, Illinois, on March 18th, 33 years old. Paloma Vasquez, a transgender Latina, was killed in Houston, Texas, February 26th, (coughs) 
She was 29 years old. Matthew Angelo Spampanato, a white trans man killed in Newcastle, Delaware. On February 9th, he was 21 years old. Naomi Skinner, a black transgender woman killed in Highland Park, Michigan on February 12th, 25 years old. Cypress Ramos, a trans Latina, was found killed in Lubbock, Texas on February 13th, 21 years old. Duval Princess, a black trans woman, was killed in Jacksonville, Florida on January 3rd, 24 years old. Amari Miara Lay, a black transgender woman, was found dead in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in January. She was 24 years old. Spirit of life, we call on you for strength as the way before us is long and we have so far to travel. We travel toward justice. Keep us focused on that. And to make that journey, we need safety and courage in equal measure. Give us both. And for those of us who can keep our hand raised, affirming never have I ever to the recitation of so many experiences of injustice and abuse and danger and attack and dismissal, let us join with those whose hands are lowered because of what they have suffered and do suffer and listen deeply to our trans and non-binary siblings so we can change ways of being, of talking, of moving through the world to be more inclusive so that we may be the change we wish to see, so that we may embrace the we we long to be, so that we may generate more love between us, among us, within us, and create a world where every gender identity amid the gender splendor of humanity. And thank you, Jamie, for giving me that phrase, gender splendor. I love that. Every sexual orientation, every race, ethnicity, religion, socioeconomic status, educational background, when everyone, everyone, everyone can keep their hands raised when saying, never have I ever experienced discrimination, oppression, abuse, assault, derision, threats, or violence because of discovering declaring and displaying who I am. Never have I ever. So may it be.